Welcome to a biblical training class called Darwin on Creation. Uh, my name is Keith Darwin, hence the name of the class. And I first have to apologize for the clickbait title of the class. Originally, I was going to call it In the Beginning, but when your last name is Darwin, you just sometimes you have to go with it. So there you go. So in this class, what we are going to do is we're going to be studying the first chapter of Genesis, Genesis 1, which of course is a biblical account of creation. Now in studying Genesis 1, there'll be some spillover into Genesis 2 and possibly even 3. But we're going to be looking at this very narrow section of scripture. But not for the purpose of learning what to believe, but but to look at what various people believe about it. It turns out there's a lot of different ways people interpret this section of Scripture. And so this class is really a survey of the different readings and the different understandings of the text. So let me tell you a bit about my background and my qualifications. Um, I am a, a software engineer, so I have an engineering background. I have some training in math and physics. And this question about creation has been a question in my mind since the day I became saved. I distinctly remember thinking that when I accepted Christ as my Savior, so much of the world suddenly was put right. But there was this thing in the back of my head that said, but what about all the science I've been taught and have been interested in? How do I reconcile that with, with a, a, a creation from God? And I just tucked it in the back of my mind and continued to ponder it. So needless to say, it's been an on and off topic of study of mine for about 15 years. Um, I am not an expert, far from it. I do not have a, uh, any formal biblical training. I'm not a scholar. I'm not a trained theologian. I don't have any Greek or Hebrew background. I'm not even a true scientist. I'm really just kind of a fool who has some uh, willingness to step in. Um, I've read some books. I've read some papers. I'm willing to lead a discussion in this topic. So, so why bother? Why this topic? I see a problem out there within the, the wider Christendom uh, sphere. I see a problem. And uh, it was, what made, was made real to me in a couple of different instances. Many years ago, I went to an Iron Sharpens Iron conference. And in that conference, there was a, 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 a session on... Um, Genesis. Reasons to Believe was there. They're an old earth, day-age creation organization, and they were presenting a, a session. So, of course, I signed up for that one. I went to sit down and listen to what they had to say. And as they were talking through Genesis 1, and they were talking about their perspective of how days could mean ages, and how the word bara, which means create, is only used a few times, and there's room in here for, for natural processes, and they're trying to show their view of, 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 of that section of scripture, there were people that were getting very agitated, very irritated, visibly so. And there began to be challenging jabs coming from the audience, asking this presenter, well, what about this and what about that? And they weren't the sort of questions that were questions to try to find information. They were challenges. And at one point, one gentleman stood up and he shouted Something to the effect of this is craziness because what about Romans 8.20 that says all of creation was subjected by him who subjected it and the man stormed out. He stormed out of the room and a couple others followed him. And I was amazed 
not because people had different beliefs, but because of the lack of respect they had one for the other. And then I ended up to see it play out in my own church, where we had a teacher who wanted to do a, a, a video class from a man named Tim Keller. Many of you have heard of Tim Keller. Um, it turns out that Tim Keller is not a... How do I put this? He does not subscribe to the, the literal 24-hour calendar day view of Genesis 1. He believes that the main message of Genesis 1 has more to do with the sovereignty of God and who it is that did creation and how he relates to man. The video series that we wanted to cover had nothing to do with Genesis. It was a video series from Tim Keller on how to engage with nonbelievers, um, how, how to understand their world. When our pastor found out that this uh, video series was from Tim Keller, he strictly forbade it. He said, no, we're not doing that. We're not letting any teaching from Tim Keller into this church. That man's a heretic. He doesn't believe Genesis 1. Um, so I've, I've seen this, this kind of lack of, of tolerance within the Christian realm for any, any other viewpoints. I've also seen it, seen it as, as an instant credibility hit with uh, most scientists, if most scientists find out that you are uh, in any way believe in creation, they write you off as not credible. So we see that this creates division between believers and the world, and it creates division between believers and believers. So with that, the goal of this class is, as I've said, it's not to teach truth, comma, to be believed, not truth to be believed, but what is truly believed. It's a widen our understanding of what other Christians believe and why they believe it with a goal of equipping for peace. The idea of, of walk a mile in my shoes. Let's understand that other perspective. Let's spend more time listening than we do talking. Um, in this, uh, this class, if, if you have a strong conviction, a lot of what you hear you're going to disagree with. Um, because let's face it, if I present six or seven different views, and if you believe one of them, if you believe one out of six, five of the views you're going to disagree with. So be prepared to dislike most of what you hear. Nobody is asking you to change your mind. Let me be clear about that. I'm not asking for people to change their mind. I'm asking that people will agree to disagree agreeably. Um, if you can't see what their point is, then say, okay, well, I understand you've got reasons for it. I don't buy it, but let's be agreeable about it. The scope of this whole thing is really the Bible. This isn't a science class, but, you know, science enters into it, of course, but it's not a science class. It's, it's, a, it's a, a Bible study. So we're looking at Genesis, and we're looking at how Genesis relates in some instances to other areas of the Bible. Um, and we will be looking, of course, at how science plays into this, but we're not using science to interpret Scripture. We're using Scripture to interpret Scripture. Um, now, there's a lot of views out there. And so what I've done is I've chosen um, uh, certain views which I would say are, are orthodox, I guess you could use that word. Uh, number one, they're based on biblical exegesis. In other words, they're based on the text of the Bible itself. These aren't just wild stories about aliens from outer space or something like that. They're, they're, they're Bible-based beliefs. And secondly, that these are beliefs that are respected by Bible scholars. 
So there are some beliefs, such as the flat earth model, which is, shockingly, based in the Bible. However, there aren't any biblical scholars who have any respect for that viewpoint. Therefore, we're not going to be talking about that. So for roles, we're going to play a, a, a game here. I have a role and you have a role. My role is to present these different views as honestly as I can. All the time trying to never tip my hand as to what I believe. Because I don't want to bias what you hear by trying to put my fingers on the scale one way or the other. I'm going to try to represent these as honestly as I can. Um, and again, um, I'm not trying to get you to change your mind. Questions are encouraged for the purpose of clarifying views, um, but not for challenging. Uh, and then you, as, as listeners, uh, your agreement is to listen for the purpose of understanding, not to form a counterattack. Um, be mindful of your own beliefs, your own biases, your own prejudices, because those are the things that are going to make it hard to understand other, other perspectives. Be willing and teachable. And again, relax. You don't have to change your mind. Um, so the, uh, uh, the first session here, we end with two simple questions. Number one, do you know what you believe, specifically relating to Genesis 1 and the creation account? Do you know what you believe and why do you believe it? And the second question is, do you know what others believe and why they believe that? So the closing comment here for the first session, for the first class, is uh, really talks about common ground. In order to start something like this, I want to start from a common spot. And what, what we look at here, and unfortunately I don't have it in front of me, is the, the Bethany Baptist Church Statement of Beliefs. And in the Statement of Beliefs, there's a little section on Genesis 1. So the official church statement of Genesis 1 is that Genesis 1 is not myth, not allegory, that it is, it is historical, um, that it is a literal 24-hour days of creation, that Adam and Eve were special creations, that sin entered the world as a result, I'm sorry, death entered the world as a result of Adam and Eve's sin. So it, it's Bethany's official statement lines up pretty closely with a classical 24-hour view. So let me say that on, from the outset. Some of what we talk about here may be confusing to those of us who maybe don't have a strong view, and when we hear six or seven different opinions, we just get confused. Let me remind you of this starting common ground that we have as a body and as a church, and that is a view that this is historical, um, it's trustworthy, and it represents just what it says, a 24-hour um, day-based creation, one week of creation. So as you've kind of figured out, um, I'm not actually in a classroom right now. I'm at home. We ended up not recording these sessions until halfway through. So what I'm doing is I'm going back and recording summaries of each of the classes that have come before for the purpose of someone who couldn't attend. Maybe they missed something. They can go back and at least get a summary in a fairly short digestible form so that they can be prepared for the next class they can attend in person or just listen online for the whole thing. That's fine, too. So stay tuned. We have another recording coming.